Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Our next guest is a three-time national champion as a head coach, also a three-time national coach of the year. His Tar Heels took out Duke last night in Chapel Hill, 82-78. to Quick turnaround. Roy Williams and Carolina head to NC State tomorrow afternoon, and then they have to host Notre Dame on Monday night in Chapel Hill. It is three games in five days. Coach Roy Williams, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? Uh, David, I'm a lot better than I was a couple of weeks ago, that's for sure. Hey, hey, you, don't, you know, it's funny. You always tell us it is more fun to win than to lose, and that yeah, is at right. least one thing we can all identify with. I think everybody understands that. What <laughs> is the best part about beating that school eight miles away that has a bunch of national champions and a, another Hall of Fame coach? Well, you do have a little satisfaction, but you also realize, well, you have a lot of satisfaction, but you also realize it's just one game and we're going to play them again, you know, in a couple of weeks. And I go back to 2012 and we lose to them here in our building. Austin Rivers made a three at the buzzer. Yeah. We had a two-point lead. And two weeks later, it made no difference. We beat them over at their place to win the regular season. But that game and that shot was still in my pit of my stomach for a long time. But uh, uh, you just respect what they do. Uh, and have a lot of admiration for what they do, the success they have. It makes you raise your game to another level, and sometimes you get fortunate enough to make a few more plays and win, and that's exactly the way I look at it. But there's no question it's, uh, it's very satisfying, but you realize it's very fleeting too. You joked after the game that you took off your suit coat because you thought you might get a Gatorade shower. How did the rest of that go? Did you get the players uh, hit you with that bucket, or did you get to dance in the locker room, or was it an even-keeled postgame? No, there was a little bouncing around dancing. You know, you lose three in a row just uh, eight or nine days ago. We were finishing up uh, uh, three games in a row losing streak. And so you have some satisfaction there. And I didn't really think that they would get me at the Gatorade. I was really just really hot, to be <laughs> honest with you. But also wanted to go in there and just feel good with the kids. And uh, I can celebrate with the best of them and bounce around a little bit. But, uh, again, I told them, hey, guys, it's, they're not giving us a trophy tonight. We played one good game, and uh, we've got another one 48 hours away that we got to try to raise our level of play, too. You've told us many times that if there was one go-to Newt Rockney-style win one for the Gipper speech, you'd just deliver it all the time, over and over and over. <laughs> Last right. night at halftime, you were down four, but it could have been worse, and you just looked like you were shot out of a cannon coming out in the second half. What, what was the win one for a Gipper speech this time? Well, you know, it's strange because I always try to just tailor it to that part of the game that we had just played. And we were down four, and yes, it could have been a lot worse, but at the same time, we let him get a lob dunk because one of our guys didn't even see the guy cutting behind him. Uh, you know, we give that up. We give a ball on the ground that we stand there and look at it, and they pick it up and lay it up. We also have a, a, a turnover when it should have been a layup. And so I'm saying, guys, there's six points that we could have easily changed. And so if that were the case, we'd be up two. And uh, so we just tried to talk to him about playing better. Uh, and that that, uh, uh, that worked last night. Sometimes it doesn't work, but it worked last night. UNC coach Roy Williams already in the Naismith Hall of Fame and the College Basketball Hall of Fame joining us on the David Glenn Show. Heels over Duke. Last night, heels at Wolfpack tomorrow at 2 o'clock. You know how it works. Nowadays, the whole world watches when Carolina plays Duke. Mm -hmm. When you were a young man growing up in the mountains of North Carolina, you've shared some funny stories about why the Wolfpack was that team that's at some point you'd rather beat than 
than even eat. Uh, they got you in Chapel Hill. What did you take away from a game where the Wolfpack hit 15 three-pointers to get you in the Smith Center? When you dissected the film, was it more often great shooting? Was it more often bad defense? Uh, what can you apply to tomorrow's game that you took away from the first one? Well, it was like a nightmare watching it over again, I right. can tell you that. They they played a lot better than we did. That was the bottom line. Yeah, they made 15 threes. They got 22 points off of our turnovers. They got 22 points on second chance opportunities. And so there was a litany of things that we could go through. I mean, Cam Johnson, Joel Berry, Kenny Williams, three of our four best shooters at worst were 0 for 9 from three-point line. Uh, you know, so there were a thousand things there and uh, uh, that we pointed out to guys after that game. And uh, we're having a meeting at 3 o'clock this afternoon and looking over the tape. And my guess is we'll point some of those things out to them again. But State just outplayed us. That was the bottom line. And, uh, you know, we had a chance to, uh, if we make one more free throw down the stretch, you know, we could have won the game uh, with four seconds left when Cam made two just to tie the game up. But uh, uh, they deserved to win. And they, they had outplayed us, outcoached us. And we know that. Uh, uh, they'll be a little fired up. They lost their last game. They, they've they got us coming into their building. They've already beaten Duke in their building. They'll, they'll be fired up, but I hope that my team will match that want to just as much as they want it. Coach, if we interviewed 100 different folks, former players, current players, current coaches about the Duke-Carolina rivalry, it felt like all 100 at least discussed a, feel, a mutual feeling of respect, even as you're trying to beat each other's brains out on games, game day. The State-Carolina rivalry feels different. Like the word hate comes up more often. <laughs> Do you feel that at all, especially when it happens to be a game in Raleigh instead of the Wolfpack in Chapel Hill? I feel the same way at both games, so the the, the location doesn't uh, make any difference for me. It's you know when I was in school, I mean David Thompson was around, yeah. Monty Tal, Tommy Burleson. I mean you know they're killing everybody. So my background that was a that was a huge robbery. So I've always had that, and then I had some several really really close friends in high school that went to North Carolina State. They were a couple years older than me, and uh, you know they bagged on me quite a bit there for some years. And uh, so it, it's it's always been a great rivalry for me. And my father-in-law was a North Carolina State graduate. My wife was born in Raleigh, so it's uh, uh, it's it's been a great situation for me uh, to try to beat somebody that I think has had just a wonderful program. You've always reminded us that you tell your players, focus on what you can control, block out yep. the noise. Of course, don't worry about stuff you can't control. Yep. When you think of this year's team, a lot of the experts are saying there is no super heavyweight out there. There is no just, you know, loaded with future NBA talent, unbeatable, mature, et cetera, mm -hmm. super heavyweight. Do you talk to your team at all about uh, the, the, the backdrop to your current season? Because even though we'd all agree you had more talent last year when you won the national championship uh, maybe there is a, a more manageable uh, series of competitors waiting for you this time is the sky the limit even for this group in your eyes yeah I, uh, the sky's the limit is probably a little bit better than the ceiling is the roof kind of deal. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it is david i talk to my guys it's this old-fashioned old school Let's try to be the best that we can be today. Let's yeah. try to improve today. Let's try to improve tomorrow. Let's try to improve every day. I have some unbelievably high 
dreams and goals. And last year we reached those dreams and goals. I have unbelievably high dreams and goals for this year's team. So for us to have a chance to reach those, you got to work extremely hard. I'm, you know, to make money in the stock market, you have to invest. And I tell my players to do positive things in basketball. You have to invest. You have to invest the sweat. You have to invest the attention, the focus, the discipline. And uh, so it's old school mentality kind of thing. It's just less, uh, as you said, the thought for the day, I think two days ago was, I cannot control the wind, but I can adjust the sails. And uh, uh, let's try to worry and, and make our uh, devote our time to the things that we can work on and get some re- get some results from it. Roy Williams joining us, Carolina at NC State, two o'clock tomorrow afternoon in Raleigh, and then they host the Notre Dame Fighting Irish on Monday back in Chapel Hill. Coach, I I think three games in five days. I usually think NBA, um, but it's physically draining, mentally draining, and then I don't even know how it impacts your preparation time for each opponent. How how What is this hardest part of this three games in five days scenario in your eyes? Well, you know, it it is the preparation. We're the only team in the ACC that has to do this, and uh, we do it once, and that's enough. Uh, You know, we have a great win last night. Uh, We're out of here about 11 o'clock. I told the players to enjoy it till midnight. Uh, We're going back in. We meet at 3 o'clock this afternoon. We'll watch some tape. We'll get out on the court, and the game's tomorrow, too. And so there's not a lot of... uh, uh, time that you can work on things that happened last night. You got to focus on the next team. Hope that you're in good enough shape that you can do a few things and not wear their legs out so they can't be able to play at two o'clock tomorrow. But it's a little bit of review uh, on the court. It's a little bit of review of what we have seen from NC State and what they did against us last time, and then try to trust that our principles that we've taught all year long will be good enough to get us through those situations where we don't have the perfect answer. Like your late great friend Dean Smith, you are pretty darn good at not getting too high after a big win or too low after a rough loss, even as you know, many fans, millions of them are going bananas in one direction or another. <laughs> have you, in 30 years as a head coach, have you always been good at that, or was that something that you had to learn after you were in the lead chair at Kansas long ago? You know, uh, David, when I left, as a matter of fact, the night before we left, we had dinner at Coach Smith's house when I was going to uh, Kansas as a head coach. And we walked out in the driveway, and uh, he said, you know, my only worry about you is that you took the losses so hard as an assistant, and they're much, much worse as a head coach. Mm. And he was right. (laughs) (laughs) And so during that first season, I I had too many emotional highs and lows. And uh, so after that first year, I tried to – even it out in something. I mean, I still get fired up with the best of them, or I can still get uh, as low or as high as anybody can, but I think then you have to move on and try to start preparing for the next team, next game. Tiger Woods would say next shot. Coach, it looked like last night all five of your starters actually did special things. Even Theo, with only four points, did some amazing things uh, as an undersized guy in the post and with his rebounds and assists. It looked like Sterling Manley hit the free throws you needed him to hit. Uh, you had Garrison Brooks playing defense and rebounding. Maybe not everybody played the game you wanted to see, but it felt like all hands were on deck. Do you sense that that group's confidence is changing in a, in a way that you can notice? Because Kenny Williams last night looked like the guy that was phenomenal in the, in the pre-conference season rather than the guy who was uh, struggling with his shot more recently. Yeah, you know, and it's important for us because Kenny's really a good defensive player. But we need him to do some more things. And his shot not going in, I think, was even affecting his play on the defensive end of the court. And uh, uh, last night, well, it started to Pittsburgh. He made, I think, three threes in the Pittsburgh game. 
uh, made six, I think, last night. Those things are big for Kenny to feel even better. And if he can do that, we're a much better basketball team. It's always good to have a guy making some outside shots. If you have two guys, that's even better. If you have three guys, or like when State was in here last time, I think everybody on our team made one. Yeah. So uh, you need more than one guy being able to score. UNC's Roy Williams, I know you don't always see your players' quotes, uh, and Theo Pinson, probably nothing he says or does will ever surprise you. <laughs> but he actually said yesterday, I, Theo Pinson, told Kenny Williams that if he does not take a three-point shot that he's supposed to take, I am going to call timeout, walk over to him, and punch him in the mouth. And, and there actually was a moment last night, Coach, where Kenny missed one, and then within 60 seconds he had another open three and he did not hesitate. Now, That's is right. that fear of Theo Pinson? Is that what that is? Or, or is that something you guys talk about a lot, I'm sure, as a staff? Well, as a staff, but also, I mean, I told Kenny the other night in the Pittsburgh game, we, everybody wanted you to take that shot. Why didn't you take that? And But I think it's probably the threat of Theo. <laughs> <laughs> Does Theo have that much of a leash as a senior? He can call timeout and beat up his teammate if necessary? Is that how far he goes? As long as he keeps defending and rebounding and passing, yeah. <laughs> well done. Uh, Coach, real quick, key to the game to beat the Wolfpack tomorrow, uh, given that they got you in Chapel Hill. Well, they can't make 15 threes yeah. 30 attempts. We can't allow them to shoot 50%. Also, you're at seven, in my opinion. Didn't shoot any of those threes, but he dominated the game here. And our big young big guys have got to be able to play more effectively against him and uh, see if we can make some shots and perhaps get them to miss a, uh, a little bit more of a bigger rate, a higher rate than they played here. Kirshner, I have three games in five days, and I have to talk to David Glenn? No, I'm just kidding. Coach, <laughs> seriously, thank you for squeezing us into the chaotic schedule. We really appreciate that. Congratulations on the win against Duke, and good luck tomorrow. All right, David, you guys have a great afternoon. I'm going to go to practice. Right back at you. Roy Williams on his way to practice, squeezing us in on a very busy calendar. We do appreciate that.